live, confirming that all his prayer requests have been answered. He called Pastor Robert while he was looking for healing from something that was stuck in his throat. Pastor Robert prayed for him over the phone, and the power of God touched him. That thing left after prayer, and he confirmed that the thing that was stuck in his throat is gone forever. He also testified that he has been hired to work at a local mine. He has been called to complete the, the documents before he can start working. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And our testimonies for to, our announcement for tonight are as follows. 7 a.m. every morning from Monday to Friday we have our morning prayer which is at half past eight on Saturday and Sunday. At 12 midday, we have our midday service, which is fo followed by our evening service at half past six every night. From five to 12 midnight, our midnight prayer starts. Amen. Amen. We... We have our weekly fasting, which is on Thursday and Friday. The details of the fasting are shared on different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And we also have our monthly 10 days fasting, which started today. Amen. Amen. Now we're going to read the word of God for tonight from the book of Acts chapter 26. Starting from verse 22, NIV. Acts 26, starting from verse 22, NIV. It says, But God has helped me to this very day. So I stand here and testify to small and great alike. I am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said will happen. That the Messiah will suffer and as the first to rise from the dead will bring the message of light to his own people and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You are out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. I am not insane, most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things, and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice, because it was not done in a corner. King agreed, but you believe the prophets. I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, short time or long, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I love the word of God. I love the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. I enjoy the word of God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Amen. We are going to, to the Word of God tonight to go through these scriptures, to go through these verses tonight. The Bible says that in the book of Acts, chapter 26, from verse number 22. But God helped me to this very day so that I can stand here and testify to small and great alike. I am saying nothing beyond what prophets and Moses said it will happen. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember, Paul was appointed that he will testify, he will give the word of God um, to, to the Gentiles. Then he have, we have seen him going to Ephesus, we have seen him going to different kind of places. But finally, Paul now, he was given a chance, it was a special task, it was a special mission to go and preach again to those who are in Jerusalem and to those who are in Rome and to those who are, who are great. Hallelujah. Amen. And this time he was not just preaching to anybody, he was, he was you know, God has got a way to do who's these things. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, sometimes if it was just Paul going to say, I'm going to preach the gospel, they might not have um, listened to him. But God has got his way to do what? To do his things. Then God orchestrated orchestrated this scenario that it was like Saul or Paul have got a case so that now they won't have a chance they won't have a chance but to listen to his case hallelujah Amen. but to do what to listen to his case then, you know, when somebody is in trial, they don't have a choice but to listen to what? To his case. And um, also in this time, I don't know, there's somebody here on the messenger where you are, there is noise. There's noise a bit. Then, you know, when somebody's in, the, in his trial, before he can be persecuted, they have to listen to why he is being charged. That's what was happening now to Paul. Then these great men who were judges, who were kings, they were ought now to listen so that in order if they have to judge Paul, they can be knowing what, the, what, he was, what was he persecuted. Why was he uh, persecuted? Then now, Part of it, they have to listen to the whole story. And the whole story itself is a what? It's a gospel itself. It's a testimony itself. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that's why I said that God has got a way to do his things. One of the way now, he make Paul like to be like in trial. 
so that they won't ignore. They will say, you know, like some people when they hear that this, this thing is a gospel, they can just pass. Are you what I'm saying? But if it's in a form that is a court case, they do not have a chance but to listen. And this is what was happening now. And um, he was preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say to you, the people you have never thought they will listen to your message of the word of God, by fire, by force, they will listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. The people you have never thought they will listen to your testimony by fire, by force. They will do what? They will listen to your testimony. Amen. Because God is about to orchestrate your, sto- your story to be listenable one way or another. I don't know whether you are hearing Amen. what I'm saying. Amen. Let me tell you this. You know, you have to reach a level where your life has become your gospel. If somebody can just tell you, where, what have you been doing today? Where have you been? What have you been doing for a few, year, few years? You must reach a level where if somebody can just to, to tell you, say, tell me about yourself, it must be a gospel itself. Are you know what I'm saying? Amen. It must be what? A gospel itself. Somebody must be, when they're just listening, they thought maybe they were about to hear electrical engineering. They thought maybe they're about to hear hey, you, the thing that you have been doing. But after that, in that kind of, you, you telling them there is a gospel. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Also, you, you must reach that kind of life that if somebody say, how is your day? What did you do today? When you tell them what you have done, what you have been, is all about the gospel. Then gospel must be featured. You must reach a level where it's part of your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's part of your life. You cannot not... Somebody could not listen to you without hearing it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. Then it, it must reach that level. Somebody cannot follow you, cannot walk with you and not hear Jesus, cannot walk with you and not see Jesus, cannot be with you and not what and hear Jesus. You are everything. We must find God somewhere. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. We must reach a level in your anyway. You must reach what? The gospel somewhere. Jesus must be somewhere. Amen. What you are wearing, we must find Jesus somewhere. Hey, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. If somebody just say, okay, I met for Lazarus today. Let me just follow the Facebook. The way in the process of knowing you, they must just, ah, Jesus is here. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. In the process of, of knowing you, just tell me about yourself. The gospel must be able to appear. That's what was happening. In the case of Paul now, hey, by just listening to the story of Paul, to the case of Paul, they were getting taught the word of God. 
the gospel was being preached. It, it was not a case, it was a sermon. I don't know whether you are getting it. Amen. It was not a case, it was a what? It was a sermon. That means sometimes when God wants to meet somebody, when God wants to touch somebody, sometimes he will just let them meet you by style. He will just want to meet, let them meet you by chance. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. God must just make them what? Meet you by what? By chance. He must just be able to just orchestrate something that, hey, as long as they can hear your story, they can hear, be hearing the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your life must be like that. It must be the gospel. You know, wow. You know, when I look back, even in my life, there were many times, you know, by chance you find that I am here, but, but, but it was an opportunity to proclaim the gospel of what? Of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, sometimes you find that the, the traffic cop stops you, and in the midst of finding out, you say, no, I'm a pastor. And after that, they get the, just like that. Then they were not stopping you because of anything. That day they had to do what? To hear the gospel. I don't know how many times when the, when the traffic cop stops me. Maybe sometimes I don't even have a license by that day. But they heard the gospel. And they said, because you are a pastor, just go. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That means every opportunity in your life must be the gospel. There must never be a space, a time, a, any space in your life where everybody can be able to follow it in your life, introspect it, and not hear the gospel. And not see the gospel. If there is any place in your life where the gospel is not, there's a problem. Make sure that you begin to fill that space with what? With the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember, the word gospel means that good news of Jesus. I, I, I don't understand why some people, they are, they are, I can say what, they are ashamed of the gospel. It's a good news. It's a sweet news. It's a wonderful news. Hallelujah. Don't be ashamed of it. The Bible said that Paul said that Christ in me, the hope of glory, it gives hope. When somebody wants hope, they just need the what? The gospel of Jesus Christ. It by itself is hope. You know, today in the morning when I went to, the, to have a miracle service at the clinic, I was so happy because of what has happened uh, last night when the president of, this, of our country said that um, the churches are going to open. Then, you know, all, all of course I've been preaching even when they are saying that uh, the churches are open. But I've closed. But when they were preaching at the beginning, when the lockdown started, it was awkward because they were thinking, what is this pastor doing here? Because they say that we are not preaching. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But today when I went out to preach, uh, you know, I was about to preach. But when I begin to speak the gospel of Jesus Christ out there, I could see when their eyes opened. 
I could see people begin to have hope. They begin to have hope. You could see hope in their eyes. You could see hope in their faces. That I could see them having hope. All of them wearing masks. All of them practicing social distancing. But when they begin to hear about Christ, they begin to hear that there is a way out of this. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. They begin to feel like, yes, we can overcome. I could tell somebody there was looking for a job. When I begin to tell them about also my testimony, how God blessed me with a job, how God can do this, I could see somebody having a hope. I could see somebody begin to realize my situation can change. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because we're proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So your life must be a good must be a good news. Actually, once Christ has entered your life, once Christ is in you, once Christ is in you, He's beginning already to beautify your life. He's beginning already to orchestrate a story, a good news in your life. So that when everybody hear about you can have hope. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When somebody hear about you can see Jesus. Can see Jesus in your testimony. Can see Jesus in your life. That's how it must be in the life of a Christian. Nobody must, it must be possible for anybody to meet you and not meet Jesus. To meet you and never hear about Jesus. Hallelujah. Your life must be that way that it is must be impossible that anybody can meet you without meeting Jesus or without hearing Jesus. Your life and your systems of your life must be that way. That if everybody, and, and that must be the purpose of your life. If anybody is going to meet me, must see Jesus. Can you say Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost. Orchestrate my life. So that everybody who will meet me will meet Jesus. Will see Jesus. Will hear Jesus. Hallelujah. Then in this court case which uh, Apostle Saul was having, what makes me so, 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 so happy about, the Bible says down there, it talks about, let us read um, from verse number 26. The king is familiar with these things that, that I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that no, none of this has escaped his notice because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Then King Agrippa said to Paul, do, do you think I'm in a such short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, short time or long, 
I pray to God that not only that you, you, but all who are listening to me today, become what I am except for these chains. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says that in the midst of Paul telling his story, he began now to teach. He was caught in the word. He began to show Agrippa what I'm talking about. You can find it in the Old Testament. What, you are, what I'm talking about, it is true. You have heard about what I'm talking about. You, you, you could not have heard about Jesus. You have heard about him. What I'm talking about did not happen in a corner. What I'm talking about is truth. And say that because earlier, the other one, Festus, Festus was trying to say, Paul, hey, it's because you have studied too much. Because Apostle Paul was not an ordinary person. You know what I'm saying? Before he was converted, he was, he have studied, he have learned. He was known for his, uh, for his studies. Hallelujah. Amen. He was known for what? For he have studied so much. So no, it's like, it's like your studies are making you to be crazy now. You are even believing on the things that are unbelievable. You are believing now on the resurrection of the dead. Then the Bible said, no, he said, no, 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 no. It's not because of that. What I'm talking about is in the Old Testament. What I'm talking about, you have heard about it. It, not, it happened not in the corner. Everybody knows of what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Then let me tell you this. Then now, Agrippa now, Apostle Paul now, begin to ask a king Agrippa. Agrippa! Hey, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm sure you believe what I'm talking about. Agrippa say, do you think now I'm going to be convinced now? And I'm going to be a Christian just by now? Agrippa doesn't know that to be a Christian does not need somebody, doesn't need to, to believe, doesn't need somebody to, to have been taught for months, to have been taught for years. Somebody can just become a Christian in the twinkle of an eye. Somebody can just believe in a minute. Are you getting what I'm saying? Somebody can accept Jesus Christ and be born again. Not in over a long time. For somebody to be born again. Uh, the Bible, that's what the Bible says that. In the book of Romans chapter 10. Verse number 9. That if you can confess with your mouth. And you believe with your heart. That Jesus Christ is the Lord. And God has raised him from the dead. You will do what? You will be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Not that maybe if you have heard. Not that maybe if you have been taught for three months and you believe that's when you're going to be born again. No. People are born again in a second. In a second, in one minute, they can just believe and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. From that moment, that person is anointed, is born again. From that moment, pop, pop, that time, they're what? They are, they are born again. They are the children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, that's why, you know, sometimes I've went out to preach also at the hospital. You know, let me tell you this. 
sometimes when we go to the hospital, we are preaching for the two things. Sometimes there, when you are preaching, yes, you will see many people getting healed. But some of them, you see them giving their life to Christ. Because in the place like hospital, two things happen. One, yes, some of them will be healed. But some of them, they will, they, it was their last chance. It's either they hear the gospel now, tomorrow they are no more. Hallelujah. Then somebody does not have a day after they accept Jesus Christ, a day or two after they have went to heaven. They are born again. Remember that man who the Bible said that, the, the, the two thieves. The Bible talks about the two thieves. There were two thieves who were crucified with Jesus Christ. Another one was on the left hand side. Another one was on the right hand side. The Bible said that the thief on the right hand side said, Jesus, when you go to your kingdom, please remember me. Please do what? Please remember me. Just those words. Guess what Jesus Christ said? Jesus said that I will, you will be with me today where in paradise. Hallelujah. That man, he was not, it was not, he did not believe because he had the message for one month or two months for three weeks. No, a second. The moment he said that, hey, when you go to your kingdom, remember me. She said, no, tonight I will be with you in paradise. Just like that. Because somebody can be born again in a short time. Then Agrippa is saying these things because he did not know. Hallelujah. He thought it was the things of this world. Where the things of this world, when somebody wants to have to be a nurse, they have to be trained over some time. When somebody wants to be an Indian, they will tell you, oh, you have to go and study for this month. After you do practicals, after that you do this and you do that. No, in the things of God does not work like that for somebody to be born again. For somebody to be born again, to inherit the eternal life, in a split second, it can happen. Hallelujah! Amen. Yes, then that's what we do when we're out there preaching the gospel. We are just looking for that moment where we're going to do that prayer, and as many as they follow, as the many as they confess, and they say it with their mouth, they are what? They are born again. Hallelujah. Amen. And Apostle Paul said that. This, listen to this one. Verse number 29. Paul replied, short time or not, I pray that, pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am except this chain. You know, this must be one of your, of your biggest prayer. Hallelujah. Instead of praying for yourself, instead of praying for your needs, one of prayers must be praying for others. One of the prayers is must be praying for those who are lost. You must be praying for that. Like, I wish many can be what I am. I wish many can be what I am, can be born again. I wish many can be what, can receive Jesus Christ. It must be your hunger. 
You must long for that thing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That I want many to be born again. It must be the hunger of your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? It must be what? The desire of your life. Actually, it must be your everyday's purpose. Let me tell you something. This is very, very special about soul winning. Jesus Christ said that even when one person repents in heaven, there is what? There is a greatest party in heaven. The Bible does, if it says that, actually says that the, even the angel rejoice when in heaven. Amen. Not when somebody, let's say, they get a job. Not when somebody, hey, hey buy a car. But when somebody accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Are you hear what I'm saying? Amen. This shows to you how important it is to win souls. For somebody to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, if you can become a soul winner. If you can, you can, you can long and even pray for the, for the souls to be won. And if you can contribute even for what? For souls to be won. If you can refer the souls to be won. When that soul is won. Wow. It's the greatest. It's what heaven wants. Hallelujah. Amen. It must be. You must live for that. That souls must be won. Have a target as a Christian. I want to make sure souls are won. When you see that one person who's not born again, you are so you you must you must have that burning inside. You must feel a pain when an unbeliever is walking around. Amen. Because you don't know when it will be their last day. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Imagine if that unbeliever, that sinner dies and goes to hell. Remember, we're not going to hell. People are not going to hell. Uh, maybe for 50 years. Not for 40 years. But they are going to hell, what? For eternity. That means a person do this mistake and live without Jesus Christ. And die without Jesus Christ. And they regret forever. When we are born again, when we are carrying this eternal life, hallelujah, Amen. it cannot be that people, people die and go to hell when we have, got, we have got the eternal life in us and we have got the chance to lead them to Christ. It cannot be. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why Apostle Paul was saying that I pray. It's my prayer. I, he knew what he was going through. But he said, about, about everything else, he's not praying that he may be released from these chains. He said, I pray that all of you can become like me. Because if they can live and die without Jesus, hell is waiting for, uh, for them. And forever. Let me tell you something. The Bible says one day, there were two men. One man was Abraham, was Abraham, who was with Lazarus. Lazarus was dead, who was a poor man, 
and there was a rich man who was dead. But Lazarus was in the place which is called the bosom of Abraham, which was a better place, which was like paradise. Hallelujah. A rich man also died without knowing Christ, without being saved, without repenting. As he died, he went to a place called hell. And the Bible said that, that rich man, when he was there, he was regretting, he was like, hey, and he was suffering a lot. He was like, oh, Papa Abraham, he could see Abraham. He could see the rich uh, Lazarus. Hey, Papa Abraham, can you please tell Lazarus to just bring a drop of water because he's in the place of agony. He's in the place where things were bad. This was the place called hell. And the Bible says that, Papa Abraham said, no, even if you wanted, there is a, a wall separating us. There's a chis chisasm, something like that, which separating the two. That it's impossible to bring anything from this side to the other side. And it was like, oh, just bring a drop of water. Imagine, a drop of water. What does a drop of water does? Even if you are, you are thirsty today, you won't say that you are looking for the drop of water. But somebody in hell, to show that things are very bad, was even said that I'm looking for the drop of water. Imagine just a drop of water. Amen. You know, when Jesus Christ talked about a place of hell, he said that it's a place where there is a gnashing of teeth. That is what people are weeping and gnashing their teeth. Amen. Let me tell you this. Most of the time when you go to the hospital to pray for the sick, many people are in pain in those beds. But I've never seen anybody who was grinding their teeth because of pain. Amen. Even though they say that they were in pain, sometimes you will not even tell. You just see their, their, their face is calm. Few people you will find that maybe they're crying because of pain. Are you getting what I'm saying? But in hell, the Bible says there is a weeping and gnashing of teeth because people who are there are regretting all the opportunities they've missed. When the gospel was being preached, they've missed it. But it's very late. Nobody's allowed to go to hell to preach so that anybody could be born again. But here in this world, there is a lot of opportunity for us to preach. So that people can be born again. They cannot go to this place where they will be tormented forever. Where they will suffer forever. That gospel it has been accounted to us. To do what? To preach it. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we have to do it by all. Sometimes when you are preaching it, when they hear it, they don't like you because you are telling them about Jesus. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. They don't want it. They think, what are you doing? What are you telling us? But because you love them, because you love them, you do it. It's like sometimes when, when you love your child, you're disciplining your child. Your child is not happy because you're disciplining him. It doesn't matter. You are, if you are doing what is right, do it until the child realizes, oh, Papa, Mama is doing this because they love me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Then also like preaching the gospel of Christ. Whether people entertain us or not. 
whether they welcome us or not, we have to preach this gospel. Let us not try to fit into them to say, they don't, they don't want us to talk about the gospel. They will want us to do other, to give them other motivation to talk about jokes and everything. But jokes won't save them. Motivational speaking will not save them. Only the gospel of Christ will what? Will save them. Hallelujah. Then whether they like what we are saying or not, we must not stop until God reveals to them what it is all about and they receive Christ as their Lord and their Savior. And those people who have got that light, that way, it's me and you, that's why we have to do it by all means. Because imagine, that day, let's say you are in heaven, but you can see this what this time is your relative who's in hell. And it's pain, you can see how they are suffering, how will you feel? This time you can see somebody you used to know, a person you have met so many times. Somebody who have been going through your Facebook page hundred times this time. That person, when they were going through your Facebook page, they have never seen Jesus. They have never heard Jesus. They met too many times. They have never heard Jesus from you. They never see Jesus from you. But this time that person died and go to hell. And you had so many chances to tell this person about the way. Amen. You had so many times. Because this is, what, this is what life is all about. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what his life is all about. I told you. I don't know whether I've told you that. I think I've told you before. When Jesus, the day that he told me that he go and preach, it was revealed to me. When the, how it was revealed to me? I saw that the main reason why we are alive in this world, it was to meet one person. And that Amen. person is Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why. He said, it was revealed. Because I, was, I did not know what I was going to preach the following day. Then he, he revealed it to me that the reason why anybody is born, first reason, is so that they can meet Jesus. Second reason is so that they can live for God. That's what it is. It's not that we can, we can drive big cars, have big houses, have a lot of money in the bank account. Because at the end of the day, after, after this life, it does not help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This life is all about Jesus. Amen. If you can live it purposely for Jesus today, and somebody who lives only to accumulate worlds, to accumulate things of this world, let, them, that, let this life end and see the reality. The person who have lived to accumulate the things of this world will be regretting. Amen. Why? If I knew it was all about Jesus, I was going to be working towards that goal. Amen. But they thought it was about to accumulate the material things of this world. Amen. And now they've missed it. At the end of the life, many of those billionaires are regretting. Amen. Many they go like, I wish I financed the gospel. I wish instead of just financing the soccer team, instead of financing the music concert, which was leading people to hell, I would have given my money so the gospel so that it can be preached. 
Just that many of those, it's very late, they cannot come back and rectify their mistake. Hallelujah. But me and you, we still have got the chance to preach it. We still have got the chance to accumulate. Hey, the awards in heaven. The achievement in heaven. You know, that's what you you must live to accomplish. Not only the things of this world. To accomplish the heavenly heavenly riches. When Jesus Christ talked about it, that when moth and rust can and the thugs cannot steal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Then don't live only to accumulate the things of this world. This life is temporary. This life is too short. We are just passing by. Amen. Nobody in this Amen. life is living forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that's why I say that. So that that day when that person is in hell, you should have said that, no, I've done my part. I've done my part. I've told him. I've told her. He just not have listened. Then after that, what you don't just tell them. You pray for them. That person who you want them to be born again so much, and they're not getting it. Pray for them. Are you hear what I'm saying? That's what Paul was doing. At the same time, he's telling them. And he realized it's not get, they're not getting them. He do what? He prayed for them. He said, I pray for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn tonight. Then tonight, wherever you are, we're about to go to pray. As you are praying tonight, that have, have the name of that person you want them to be born again. Have the name of that person that you say that, hey, I want this person to be born again. I want God to touch this person. I want you tonight to go and pray for them. Pray for them that they will be born again. Hallelujah. Say pray for them. Pray even for that Sangoma that he he must not die a Sangoma because hell is waiting. Pray also for that witch that this witch must not die a witch. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because Jesus died also for a witch. Jesus died also for a Sangoma. He died also for a Muslim. That Muslims must be born again. That Hindu must be born again. But because their heart are hard, we have to pray for them. Wherever you are, let us begin to pray. Mantali Vrashantala Bayande. Father, we are praying, Father. Soften their hearts. Soften their hearts. That they will hear this gospel. They can be tired by this gospel. They can repent and follow the light. And follow the way. What's the Father we are praying tonight? Say, Father, for those who have not yet born again, pray for them that they open their hearts for the gospel. That when they see the gospel, they hear the gospel, they may repent. Mantala prashya talaba 
Pray for them, those who are not yet saved to be saved. Pray for them, those who are still not living for Christ to live for Him. Pray for them, those who are still not ready to preach, to begin to preach with their life. To begin to represent Him. Yes, oh Lord, those who are not born again, we claim their souls. We claim their souls for you. We claim their souls for you. Those who are still afraid to preach your word, who are saying, Father, give them an implement that they will represent you, they will talk about you. No matter what. Pray for that person who has to be born again. Pray for them to repent, to be saved. family will be saved. My relatives will be saved. My country will be saved. My continent will be saved. The whole world will be saved. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. From the presence of God, receive the grace to represent Him. The grace to preach, the grace to witness, the grace so that in every sector of your life, you may represent Him. People will, must look at you and get Jesus. People must look at you at anything and get Jesus. Receive the grace from his presence. Angels are strengthening you. The Lord is strengthening you. 
Mandara brusha kia vasonta labayande. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. I can see many giving their life to Christ because of you. Hallelujah. I want to just remind us tonight is day number number one of ten. 